Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Hello, Seska. You're looking radiantly maternal. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, April 12, 2022, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi there, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi. Day 449 of the Biden-Harris administration, 208 days until the 22 midterms. I'm on Instagram at TheBobSeska, that's my handle, and on Twitter, I'm BobSeska underscore go. And you can follow Buzz Burbank at Michael J. Elston on Twitter. And speaking of which, he's sitting right over there. There he is. You say Buzz Burbank. Hi. You've said it all. What's happening? You're on the Twitter board. You're not on the Twitter board. Make up your mind. <laughs> I, I, I got to go. Elon uh, Musk in studio well, today. <laughs> e, e, as I call him. He likes it when I call him E. So. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi. Uh, he's Bob, of course. I'm Buzz, and we're both sanitized for your protection. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gotten ugly out there again. I know it has. Uh, what's going on in the news? Always plenty. Uh, let's see. Congress voted to hold two top Trump aides, Peter Navarro and Dan Scavino, in contempt. Uh-huh. And uh, while they were at it, they held Kellyanne Conway in strong dislike. <laughs> Perfect. The uh, the former president says he broke his promise to march to the Capitol with the insurrectionists because the Secret Service wouldn't let him go. Mm-hmm. And the Secret Service is okay with taking bribes and getting stuff carried out of the White House, but letting Trump march was where they draw the line. It's important to have standards. I, I saw, well, this is surprising. Surprising is the word. I saw a surprising report on the news about uh, people stealing gasoline because of the higher prices. <laughs> What surprised me is they showed us how to do it. (laughs) There's there's your action news. Right. Uh, Great to see Tiger Woods back, too. Uh, He he did have a rough weekend, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, Saturday at the Masters, he had what he called a day of a thousand putts. (laughs) Donald Trump also played golf over the weekend. But for him, it was a day of a thousand putzes. Was his day of a thousand putts real? Is that a real thing? <laughs> well, yeah, that's what Tiger called it. Yeah, he said he had, he, he had to do a lot of putts. It was a day for him. Oh, okay, a day of a thousand putts. <laughs> for right. The other guy putzes. <laughs> right, right. So, so four of the guys explain it. You drain it. Uh, so four <laughs> of the guys accused of plotting to kidnap and hang the governor of Michigan are now free. Jesus. After two were acquitted and the other two got mistrials. Mm-hmm. 
but there is justice. Now all four have been banned for 10 years from the Academy Awards. <laughs> more fun, more music, the Bob Seska Show. Let's go spreading out, everybody's go. learning how. Come on, get infected with me. Oh, shit, here we go. With Early in the morning, we'll be heading out. The virus will be coming along. Again. We're loading up our woody, not a mask in sight. We won't be staying healthy too long. Again. Come on, Corona, baby. Wait and see. I'm going to ignore the CDC. Come on with me, baby. Let's head to the sea. We'll start a second wave. Wait and see. Let's go spreading now. Everybody's learning how. Come on, get infected with me. Come on, get infected with me. Yeah, second wave, he said in there. Second wave. What are we on? The eighth, ninth wave at this point? I don't know. Well, it works anyway, because here we go again, right? Yep, yeah, exactly, Rocky Mountain Mike, yeah. uh, Rocky MNTN Mike on Twitter, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, there's more where that came from, to be uh, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the fascinating thing about the current situation with COVID is I don't think we really know what the actual infection rate is, because, right, the it's probably there's a no lot way. of people taking home tests and then not reporting it, and so there's an additional layer of unknowns. You could actually kind of call this the ghost wave, because we don't really know exactly how that's happening. In fact, it wasn't Omicron BA2 referred to as the ghost variant? Is that the I, nickname? I, I, th- I think it did get that nickname initially. I haven't heard it much lately, but yeah. uh, there, there really isn't. We're running out of good names for them. And and it, here's the other thing. Here's the other obstacle that I've discovered. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I hadn't given thought to before. And that is a lot of Americans. This is a there's bipartisan idiocy afoot. Uh, a lot of Americans, uh, regardless of political stripe, have decided well, may as well get it and get it over with. Yep. Because it seems everybody is getting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 45% of the people already got the uh, first Omicron infection. 45% of Americans already infected with that and recovered from it, which should, by the way, give us some immunity. Yeah. Uh, although right now infection rates are up in more than half our states, and uh, now uh, Philadelphia, I believe, has uh, is now the first city to reinstate the indoor mask mandates. Uh, here we go again. Uh, yeah. we're, we're not getting as many hospitalizations. It's not making people as sick. But don't forget about the long-term effects. Yeah. Don't forget about the vulnerable people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet we have Americans of both political stripes saying, well, you know, may as well get it and get it over with. Yeah, fascinating observation uh, from Saturday night. We took Kimberly's mom out to dinner. Really nice place up in Frederick, Maryland. Oh, my right. God, spectacular <laughs> dining. And you know what wow. they had on the wall in this restaurant? A framed <laughs> photograph that I recently posted on my Instagram. It's Pee Wee Herman, Rodney Dangerfield, and David Lee Roth at some party, which oh I labeled on Instagram as the source of the great cocaine shortage of 1988. <laughs> and they had this exact photo up on the wall of the restaurant and endeared me to them immediately. Well, and on course. top of that, the food was delicious. But oh man, yeah, here's the uh, hear. yeah here's the pertinent observation about that yes. restaurant trip. Please, I was literally the only person wearing a mask in that entire goddamn restaurant mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. was packed to the brim i mean it mm-hmm. was absolutely full as it should have been it was a delicious restaurant delicious meal but did did you get any crap did you get any looks i know it's a nice place so i'm probably not but <laughs> have did you, you get any crap ha- have you seen a picture of me buzz <laughs> people don't give me shit you're physically intimidating <laughs> yeah so no one 
no one was giving me shit about it, but it was clear to me that people have decided exactly what you were talking about, that people assume that it's going to be extremely mild as far as the symptoms go. Mm-hmm. We're just, if we get it, we get it. And chances are only the unvaccinated are going to be the ones who are going to be loading up the hospitals. And that's, I mean, that's the additional layer. My hope is this will be a very, very mild Yes. wave and it will yes. dissipate as fast as it's risen yeah yeah it certainly did that in europe and that doesn't mean it will do the same thing here because there have been differences in behavior of the virus in europe uh, compared to the united states yeah, yeah but but it is encouraging to know that it is it's at least you know hospitals are going to fill up again because there are going to be a lot of people sure. who are, are sick and that's going to prevent uh, everybody else from getting the treatment they need for everything else uh but this is always concerning uh, but it, it, this may be short-lived. I, and here's the thing that's driving me crazy, and maybe somebody else has had a similar experience. I've been watching this BA2 from the very beginning, mm-hmm. and and I saw it. So, well, here comes another wave, but I thought it would be shorter and milder, which yeah. I was correct about, but I thought it was coming eminently when I made this observation early in the year when BA2 appeared. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, well, I've got a, a very important uh, high school reunion coming up. I've never been to one before. I want to go to this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I never go again, I want to go to this particular one. And I thought, well, what's, here's what's going to happen. We're going to have this little wave, and it's going to subside, and then it'll be it'll be safe. I'll feel a lot better about uh, flying and about uh, attending this group event. Yeah. Uh, but it, it came later than I expected. Mm. And now, it's just now really ramping up. Right after, and I waited to the last minute to make reservations and to to firm everything up for this trip uh, in in May. Yeah, and and now as soon as I make the reservation solid, uh, everybody in D.C. gets it. Uh, the mayor of New York gets it. It's everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere. It's everywhere. Yep. There are lots of unknowns, which is why I keep scratching my head as to why we're being so casual about it. And I guess there's a level of conventional wisdom that just says, oh, fuck it, we're done. And we've talked about the don't look up thing. And that's Mm -hmm. certainly an aspect of all of this where it may be just as serious as the previous variants, but we're just not treating them as if they are. It's so weird to see people automatically assuming that something is going to be mild before we know whether or not it's actually going to be mild. Well, no, I think we can document at this point that BA2 is mild for the non-immunocompromised, that that for most people it is a mild illness, but it is highly contagious, extremely contagious, which is why it's showing up in all of the states, and that's even with the undercount that Bob is emphasizing here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is everywhere, and there's so much we have learned and so much we have yet to learn about the long-term effects of this. One out of every three COVID patients, regardless of variant, ends up with some kind of lifelong health problem, be it their brain, that happens, their mm-hmm. heart, that happens, yeah. their lungs, that happens, and other organs as well. Do you want to take that chance? Well, if you feel like you're over it, I guess you do want to take that chance. Mm-hmm. I, I, So I'm now committed to going to this thing, and uh, because I, uh, partly because I want to, uh, and partly because uh, I now know that the air on airliners uh, is hospital grade. Uh, they've made improvements. We all need to make improvements to our own home circulation since we all spend 90% of our time indoors. Yeah. Uh, and schools certainly and places of business need to focus on 
air filtration and purification. Uh, that's just a good idea anyway, mm -hmm. uh, re regardless of you know whether there's a virus or, or not. Uh, but uh, I so I I will wear a mask. Or, I don't think they're going to drop the rule. I thought the FAA was going to drop the mask mandate on April 18th. I now think that they probably will put that off. Whether they do or don't makes no difference to me. I will be masked on the flights, and I will be masked at the indoor parts of the reunion. And chances are, if you do end up getting it because of your vaccination status, you should be, I mean, I, I underscore should. You should be okay, but that's just the point is that we don't know for sure. And there's always these lingering question marks, especially with brand new variants of a novel virus that we've only been studying for a couple of years now. But I mean, you're safe 99.9% uh, .9 of the time going on a trip, I think, is not going to significantly add to your risk factors, given the fact that all this time you have been following the rules and, and right. doing the right thing so i'm yeah. I, I have my i've had my first booster tomorrow i have an appointment to get my second booster mm -hmm. and on the advice of the cdc my first three were pfizer so my fourth one will be moderna um and uh because that's a, a they have found through studies through experience that that combination is about the most effective uh, vaccination you can get against this disease so uh prior to uh, that reunion and another upcoming family event i will be uh, quadruple vaxxed yeah i am nothing if not brand loyal i got my booster on um sunday it's my uh -huh. fourth vaccination that's and my second right. booster and right. so uh i went with pfizer once again i'm a quadruple pfizer on all of this and okay very good well you yeah. still you're still more protected than than if you'd had three shots but uh, for anybody who's uh, thinking about if you've had if you're looking for your second booster and you've had pfizer uh the cdc recommends you go for moderna if you had Moderna shots up to this point, then the CDC recommends you go for yeah. Pfizer yeah. for your second booster uh, because that's even more protective than uh, a fourth vaccine of this of the same kind. Yeah, and I haven't had any side effects from the booster other than waking up today with a bit of a mild, just a very mild headache, which I still kind of have. It's wearing off a little bit, but uh, that's it. And I'm. Yeah, it's about the same as last time. I'm interested to see because I had no side effects from the first three shots, none whatsoever, not yeah. any of them. I'm wondering if I'll have one of Moderna. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm concerned about. I thought if I switched, maybe that's when I would get the really <laughs> severe side, not the really severe side of it, but the more yeah. uh, noticeable side effects. Yeah, yeah right. significant yeah. side effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's it. Uh, the latest on COVID here. We haven't really talked about uh, COVID in a couple no, of weeks, so uh, you know, kind of have to uh, hit it because, man, everyone. Everyone's getting it. Everyone's riding the it's Corona back. Safari, as uh, Rocky Mountain Mike oh, said. Oh, all yeah. all the kids are doing it, Bob. Everybody, <laughs> everybody right. who's anybody in Washington has it now. Well, on a on a really serious note, holy shit! What happened in Brooklyn at that subway platform Whoa. where there was a, a shooting? Uh, the last I checked, it was about I don't know 13, 14 people. Uh, injured from the shooting and then there was uh, apparently mm -hmm. some bombs that went off I, I don't know if they were smoke bombs or actual explosive devices but it looked like chaos just based on the video going on there were there, some so. un, there were and they found some undetonated incendiary devices yeah, as well yeah. uh and uh yeah I, th there have been reports of multiple shooters i know that one in particular is being sought right now yeah uh and that's where we are on the story as this is breaking news and the fact will change as the story develops uh, I, it'll be interesting to see 
because of, because of the combination of shooting and incendiary devices, I'm I'm wondering if this is political, if it's uh, if it's terrorism of some of some sort, yeah. uh, or if this is just our crazy violent society uh, run amok. Yeah, the mo here seems like terrorism to me. Yes, because yes. of the addition of the whatever there were smoke grenades or whatever incendiary devices were used, right. and the fact that it was in yeah, a yeah, the, the fact that it was uh, multiple people apparently. That's what we're hearing, at least for now. Right. And so, uh, yeah, it, it seems like it could have been something along those lines. At least that's the appearance of it. And whether that was the actual, whether terrorism was the motivation, the consequence was terrorism. The takeaway is, oh, right. shit, what's going to happen when I go down to the subway tomorrow? And that's the intention right. that's of the terrorism, purpose. yeah, to right. keep you from doing the, the things that you do in a free society. And to in this case, you, yes. exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And along those lines, and obviously if there's more details as we get them here during the show, we'll break in and, and, and mention them to you here. Right. Uh, but those of you listening in probably know way more listening right now than we know at this point recording the show. So it, it is so far, we, I just got this, this word from CNN. It is not at this point being investigated as an act of terrorism. Okay. Uh, the suspect remains at large, and I guess it's down to one suspect now. It did leave 16 people injured uh, wow. 10 of whom were wounded uh, including a uh, pregnant woman yeah that's what i yeah. saw here so, yeah. yeah uh they, the attacker wore a gas mask and threw canisters uh these are just the <sighs> sketchy things that i'm hearing so far but again uh the nypd says uh, not investigated as an act of terrorism at okay. this time all right well that's good uh, at least there's that but uh, ultimately the effect is the same the effect is still people Terrified, right. probably to go into the subway stations now in uh, New York, Brooklyn, etc. Uh, but meantime, there's something else that has been, you know, sort of floating around under the surface of the news for the past couple of months, and that is the existence of these ghost guns. And thank God Joe Biden has announced a new rule to regulate these things. Those of you who don't know, ghost guns, you can buy these kits online that circumvent uh, gun regulations where you buy the parts of the guns and assemble them yourself in your home. And so that somehow circumvents, you know, because you're only buying the parts, you're not buying the whole gun, that's able to circumvent the law. And so this new rule, essentially, uh, according to ABC News, expands the definition of what is a firearm as established by the Gun Control Act to cover buy, build, shoot kits that people can buy online from a firearm dealer and assemble themselves. It'll make these kits subject to the same federal laws that currently apply to other firearms. The goal, Including yeah. serial numbers. They'll be registered that way. <clears throat> right, right. The goal, official said, is to keep untraceable guns off the streets and out of the hands of those who are prohibited by law from possessing a firearm. And that's the key. Abusers, people who are on a no-buy list as far as firearms go, can get these ghost guns. Naturally, Republicans are freaking out. On the five yesterday, they were talking about, why does it why why is Joe Biden going after the guns and not the criminals? Well, we're going after the criminals too, assholes. Um, with family- hey, you know, whenever yeah. I hear about a, a kit for building a gun, I mm. think about a fake ad uh, in Mad Magazine in, I believe, the late 1960s, when the big concern was a gun, a dangerous gun called the Saturday Night Special. Yeah. And uh, this was a, a like a phony page, a, a page of phony want ads in uh, in Mad Magazine, and uh, there was a little ad that said uh, Saturday Night Special replica, uh, 
uh, uh, 100% harmless, uh, missing it because there is no firing pin. Yeah. And then right underneath that little ad that said firing pin is 25 cents. <laughs> Thank you, Mad Magazine. Never yes, disappoints. Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I think about whenever I think about kits. And, and uh, up till now, that's what it's been like with these ghost guns. And mm-hmm. uh, this uh, executive order signed by Biden it changes that. Yeah. Uh, with families affected by gun violence invited to the White House on Monday, Mia Tretta, a survivor of the 2019 high school shooting in Santa Clarita, California, memorialized two classmates, Dominic Blackwell and Gracie Ann Muehlberger, who were killed with a ghost gun. Mm-hmm. And they introduced Biden, whom she called the strongest gun sense commander-in-chief ever to hold office uh, to make this big announcement. So uh, these have been used for uh, you know shootings with deaths, with fatalities. Yes. And, uh, and I assume, I'm not sure exactly what happened to the shooter in these cases, but I assume the criminal was also apprehended and prosecuted. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so that's the uh, the new rule. Obviously, another accomplishment that a lot of Democrats will ignore and never even bother to read about. <laughs> now, 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 now. I, no, I'm sorry. Should, it's yeah, the problem is how you worded that. You know, we, <laughs> to say that you should be saying this is what Democrats should be talking about. Yes, thank you. Okay, that's actually the more sensible, proactive way to go about this. And you know, this is an interesting topic. We're going to get into this a little bit more uh, later in the show. Talk about yeah. the. Uh, Democrats and messaging and going on the attack against Republicans, and there's a bunch of suggestions we have along those lines. Mm -hmm. Let's see, meanwhile, Tucker Carlson, and this is more along the lines, and I think you can kind of couple all of these stories, what happened in Brooklyn, uh, these uh, ghost guns, maybe even the reaction to COVID as well, all part of the American nervous breakdown as far as I'm concerned, and Tucker Carlson's not helping. Uh, On his show the other day, he said that men should storm into schools and mm-hmm. I, I'm quoting here, and thrash the teacher. Right. That's the call to arms happening in prime time on Fox News Channel, one of the most mm-hmm. popular well, cable news shows on television Bob, it's, right now. It's just entertainment. <laughs> right, right. What, what harm could it possibly do? Yeah, so he was talking to J.D. Vance, who's another a-hole, doesn't know anything. And Tucker Carlson said, I don't understand where the men are. Like, where are the dads? You know, some teachers pushing sex values on your third grader. Why don't you go in and thrash the teacher? Like, this is an agent of the government pushing someone else's values on your kid about sex. Like, where's the pushback? Oh, there's so much wrong with that. There's so much wrong with that quote. One of the things being uh, agent of the government. Teachers aren't agents of the federal government. (laughs) Teachers are agents of local government, aren't they? At best, (laughs) at most. State local government, yeah, yeah. They're really just teachers. Yeah, and they're not grooming children. This just isn't happening. No. My God, yeah, Ron DeSantis was on television yesterday talking about how, well, yeah, we need to get back to math and science and English and reading and... Yes, we are. We are teaching I, that. They are teaching that. It is happening. I, it's I I am pleased to see progressives on Twitter pushing back with, here's what you got. You, you have the Republicans making these vague, baseless allegations that Democrats are pedophiles and support and protect pedophiles. They, they have nothing to back this up with. They tried with... Uh, Judge Jackson, but yeah. they didn't succeed. Yeah. Uh, that's but that's all they have are these vagaries. 
we on the Democratic side have at least 700 specific cases of official Republicans engaged in pedophilia, child pornography, oh, yeah. uh, child assault. Uh, the GOP is the party of pedophiles. Mm -hmm. It's the grand, grand old pedophile party. And while the Republicans repeatedly make these vague allegations about Democrats, we have specifics that we can uh, prove that they are the people to be most concerned about. There's a case where another Republican has been uh, arrested on uh, child predator charges here. Let me see here. I think I've, I've got it right here. Uh, staff attorney for Alabama Governor Kay Ivey has been arrested on child solicitation and was immediately fired. Chase Tristian Espy, age 36, is charged with child solicitation by computer electronic solicitation of a child, which is a Class B felony. Mm -hmm. Espy is a Birmingham attorney and former deputy general counsel in the office of the Republican governor and was right. booked into the Jefferson County Jail at 9.28 p.m. on Wednesday, according to jail records. This is last week. You add another one to the list. I did a whole bunch of them on Thursday's show, where he's just again. again and again and again and again. I, the way we have to fight this is by showing that the Republicans are, in fact, if they want to play this game, we have hard evidence. We have case after case of actual official Republicans across the country committing crimes against children. Yeah. Uh, again, they're projecting on us uh, what is true of them. Uh, but rather than just say that, let's keep doing what we're doing and, that is, and do it more, and that is show specific cases where it's Republicans committing unthinkable acts against children. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we're going to dig into this uh, again here in the show, but I wanted to circle back to this Tucker Carlson segment re regarding thrashing teachers. Yeah, right, right. And, and how circulating violent rhetoric in response to a made-up problem. So what Fox oh, News Channel is doing, yeah, what Fox is doing right now, Fox News, is they are creating an issue that isn't really there. Like, kids Always. are not being indoctrinated to become trans or to become gay or gay lesbians or anything, or anything yeah. like that. This is not happening in school. It's just not. It's not happening at all. But now, the response to this non-thing that isn't happening is to go in and to physically accost teachers, to physically assault them. He's, he's literally, Bob, telling uh, dads to yeah. go beat up the teacher. Yeah. And you want another example of toxic masculinity? There it is right there. Mm -hmm. And I assure you, Tucker Carlson will never, ever do that. I mean, <laughs> I don't think he has school-age children anymore. But if he does, Tucker Carlson will not be physically assaulting anyone. But he wants other people to do this crap. And it's only a matter of time before people start to do what uh, Tucker is asking them to do. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet, given the temperature of the rhetoric at this point regarding, uh, you know, indoctrination or grooming or whatever the fuck you want to call it, which isn't fucking happening. I can't emphasize this enough. But, yeah, make sure you attack your teachers. Make sure you go up and, uh, and punch them out or worse because of something that isn't even happening. You fucking and, uh, suckers. And, and Donald Trump made it okay for an official to say such a thing. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. And and what is the recourse in all of this? What, how do you push back? How, what does the law say about what Tucker Carlson is ordering his fans to do, ordering his viewers to do, encouraging them at the very least? 
it's just it's an incredible thing and when it actually happens i assure you tucker carlson will not get on television and do a mea culpa tucker carlson will blame everyone but himself of course when it actually goes on and uh it's uh, as i said it's amazing that it hasn't yet so there Mm -hmm. it is indeed yeah uh we're gonna get into the whole uh democratic messaging thing uh frames that the party can use and especially you at home certainly those of us who are activists in the party can use some of these things and take them with you and, and apply them i've got some suggestions here that could apply to many different situations many different activist groups and, and should become the message help. yeah oh yeah, yeah certainly and there's a parallel to be drawn here between this current coming up election and what happened in 2002 hmm. when George W. Bush had his first midterm election. So we're going to talk about all of this in relation to what the Republicans did to the Democrats in 2002. Okay. Uh, really interesting period of time. If you weren't around or weren't paying attention in that period of time, it's a kind of a, a nice uh, template to uh, apply to what the Democrats are trying to do now. Or hopefully it's instructive. We, it's instructive. We can learn from this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so in the meantime, about 10 years ago, I was just swamped with debt, overwhelmed. I didn't know how I was going to get rid of it. There were sleepless nights. I would wake up in the middle of the night just panicking, doing the math on my head. And and I wasn't taking his calls. I thought about calling you and borrowing some money from you, but I decided not to. Uh, I took extreme measures to absolve my debt, but you don't have to. All you need is Lightstream, of course. So did you know that refinancing your credit card balances can lower your interest rate and save you money, and you don't have to be a financial expert in order to do it? Here's how. You can take notes if you want to. With Lightstream, you can roll your cards into one low payment at a fixed rate as low as 4.98% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. Those of you who've seen your credit card statements recently know that 4.98% is way lower than what you're paying on your credit card. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, and there are absolutely no fees. The application is 100% online, and you can even get your money in your bank account as soon as the day you apply. And so here you go. Just for you, apply now, get a special interest rate discount, and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash SESCA. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash C-E-S-C-A. I got a link in the description for you under this episode at bobseska.com. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 4.98% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash Seska for more information. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Bob Seska!
This is Dress, D-R-E-S underscore. That's how you spell the name of this band. The song is called Here and There. I love it. I love it, too. You know what this reminds me of? Like, it reminds me of Cloud Taste, Cloud's Taste Metallic era Flaming Lips. And those of you who uh, don't know anything about what I just said, trust me, that's the name of an album and the name of a band. I'll trust you. And and these guys, at least this song reminds me of that, that era of the Flaming Lips. I just love it. Love it a lot. Uh, link in the description to support Dress and all of the black recording artists we're featuring uh, during this month of April, the entire month. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, bobseska.com slash music to submit. Please submit. Submit your stuff. If you're, Especially if you're a black recording artist and you want to get your music out there, submit your songs over to me and I'll uh, get them in the rotation here, uh, especially cool. this month. All right, so getting back into things here. Yes, we were talking about uh, the Democrats, and I really feel as if right now is the time to start going on the offensive. And that doesn't just mean the DNC and Jamie Harrison. This means you. This All means, of us. yes, this means the activist groups. This means everyone along the line, the, uh, you know, the super PACs and everyone who's getting videos and messages out there. These are some things that need to be said about the Republicans. And the way we're going to start out this conversation, Buzz, is we're going to play uh-huh. this clip from uh, Brian Schatz, who is, uh, ah, yes. used to be my senator in the great state of Hawaii. Uh, Brian Schatz was on the floor of the Senate the other day, just absolutely torched Josh Hawley. Lots of great things here, too. But he, yeah, but more than that, he said some very important things about Democratic messaging, and that's really what we're getting at here. Yeah, exactly right. He could have brought his floor charts out here. Talking about Josh Hawley. And get, given a right. withering speech about what all of the things that he thought went wrong. But he's doing a very specific thing. He is damaging the Department of Defense. We have senior DOD leaders. We have the Armed Services Committee coming to us and saying... I don't know what to tell him. I don't know how to satisfy him, but he is blocking the staffing of the senior leadership at the Department of Defense. And this comes from a guy who raised his fist in solidarity with the insurrectionists. And this comes from a guy who, before the Russian invasion, suggested that maybe it would be wise for Zelensky to make a few concessions about Ukraine and their willingness to join NATO. This comes from a guy who just about a month ago voted against Ukraine aid. He's saying it's going too slow. He voted no. He voted no on Ukraine aid, and now he has the gall to say it's going too slow. And this final insult is that until, what, Secretary Austin resigns? That's not a serious request. Hmm. People used to come to me during the Trump administration all the time. Do you think Trump should resign? Do you think Tillerson should resign? That's a stupid, of course, I think all the people I disagree with should quit their jobs and be replaced with people I love. Of course, I think they should all resign. That's not how this world works. Right. That is not a reasonable request from a United States senator that until the Secretary of Defense quits his job, I'm going to block all of his nominees. That's preposterous. And coming from a person who exonerated Donald Trump for extorting Zelensky for withholding mm-hmm. lethal aid. Yep. They withheld lethal aid until, unless Zelensky would release false smears against Joe Biden's son. And then he voted to exonerate President Trump for this. And so spare me 
the new solidarity with the Ukrainians and with the free world because this man's record is exactly the opposite. The great Brian oh, Schatz, senator from Hawaii, yeah. Great job. Absolutely. And you know what that sets up perfectly, Buzz? That sets up the line of attack that I think absolutely needs to be applied to the Republicans right now. I think we need to go right at their lack of patriotism. I think we need Mm -hmm. to attack them as unpatriotic, supporting Putin, invading the Capitol, calling America a third world country, as J.D. Vance did the other day. Yeah, and all of those things are true. I'm saying, let's let's keep this message simple so it'll work. Uh, Party of Putin, party of predators. Right. Uh, Regardless of what the issue is, uh, that's the sort of attack that you want to uh, present, I think. And feel free to back it up with something. But uh, that's the idea we have to hammer home. Yeah. Uh, the Republican Party is the party of Putin. Right, yes. And I think those two, the party of Putin in particular, can go as, as a subcategory under questioning the patriotism of the Republican Party. In fact, right. absolutely indicting the lack of patriotism. Because you can also add, as what uh, uh, Senator Schatz was saying, voting against aid to Ukraine, undermining right. NATO. I mean, the party of insurrection, the party of sore losers, the party of instability, the party of election right. fraud. These are unpatriotic motherfuckers. And they deserve to be referred to that way. And if you go back to the 2002 midterms. Republicans actually, in an unprecedented way, Republicans gained seats during George W. Bush's first midterm, largely because they questioned the patriotism of Democrats during the run-up to Iraq. The advertising, the messaging coming from the Republican Party in 2002 was relentless along these lines. They went right at, for example, Max Cleland, who was the senator in Georgia, who left not one, not two, but three limbs in Vietnam. They went after Max Cleland's patriotism, suggesting that he was with bin Laden and Saddam Hussein, a bunch of people who got deferments from Vietnam, who chose not to go to Vietnam, attacked Max Cleland's patriotism. It was shameless, but guess what? It fucking worked. Plus, we have the benefit now of an attack on the Republicans and their lack of patriotism. We have the benefit of all that being true. I mean, take one example after another. Anything that we just mentioned here would satisfy uh, that framing, I believe. Listeners, rewind, uh, skip back like uh, two minutes and listen to that again. And at the very top of uh, Bob's uh, remarks there, he he, he gives an excellent list that's worth writing down. I'm going to rewind it to to find that, to write down that (laughs) list. Uh, uh, And I would advise others to do the same. Uh, Yeah, and it's like we talked about last week also. We must do what they do, but do it better. And here's what precisely, here's what precisely we need to do. We need to be louder. Mm-hmm. And we need to repeat more often than the lies yeah. the truth. We need to repeat the truth more often than they repeat the lies. Frequency has worked for them. It can work for us. Out-frequent them. Yeah. Uh, be more frequent and be louder when you have to be. Uh, it, it's it, it, this is no, There's no time to waste. As Bob said earlier in the show, uh, it, it's time. Right now is the time to, to do this. The election will be here before you know it. And mm-hmm. we're not in the best place. Right now, yeah, uh, you you need to know that because we need to get everybody motivated and make sure everybody votes. This is not as I was telling Bob before the show, something I'd read on Twitter. This is not a midterm election that's coming up. Yeah, <laughs> it's a congressional election, yes. and a gubernatorial election. It's 
an important election. Uh, as I saw someone say on Twitter, uh, you, if you fail the midterm, you always have another chance at the final <laughs> in college. <laughs> and and uh, so a lot of people uh, take uh, voting midterms uh, about that seriously. Well, I can, you know, we'll, we'll take care of it. In the, I, I'll vote in the general election. Okay. That'll well, be fine. Yeah. We can't get wrapped up in acronyms like the former guy, TFG. That, that one is uh, very common, referring to uh, Donald Trump. You know what you right. refer to Donald Trump as? Take a lesson from Nicole Wallace, a former Republican whose uh, frames actually worked quite well for her former party. She right. refers to Donald Trump as the disgraced former president. Don't right. abbreviate that. Don't turn that into an, an acronym. If you're referring to Donald Trump, refer to him as the disgraced former president because people understand that. People who read your tweets and who don't know what tfg fucking means right be explicit but be concise right. that's the right. key to all of this something that fits on a bumper sticker exactly uh, yeah that's what i'm arguing for and and you're you're you, yeah, we've presented some good ideas here and that is to uh be don't be vague in your in your communications yeah uh, don't assume people know what you're saying say what needs to be said mm -hmm. and do it with an economy of words do it uh, as bob said something you could fit on on a bumper sticker. Yeah. That's the kind of thing it's that's the kind of thing that has worked for Republicans. It can work for us. All we have to do is make them, use them and repeat them that's right. loudly. Yeah, Brian Karam tweeted earlier today. He said, "Just met with a guy with a my country love it or leave it t-shirt who told me Putin is a better leader than Biden." Yes. Yeah. So they are the party of Putin. They are embracing Vladimir Putin, a guy who's committing on a day-to-day -day basis war atrocities in Ukraine, if not a full-blown genocide. And these people are like, oh, yeah, well, he's way better than Joe Biden. You know, Joe Biden who signed that, oh, my God, that infrastructure bill. Ah, oh. <laughs> this is how yeah. fucked up they are at this point. I, uh, I, yeah. I snagged a great opinion column in the Washington Post this week by a James Downey. Yeah. And he had a conversation with McConnell about a couple of things. And mm -hmm. I wanted to read you this part because I think okay. it's really, really good. And, and the point of this, I'll, I'll put a headline on it. Uh, this is also the party of no platform. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's from, from that opinion piece. As for the broader GOP platform, McConnell said it, that it will be, quote, focused on exactly what you and I have been talking about, crime, education, and beefing up the defense of our country. And the author points out right away there are glaring absences, nothing mm -hmm. about the economy. Nothing about abortion, nothing about taxes or inflation, which McConnell has criticized Biden for without offering any solutions. The, the Republicans have no solutions. They only have, as Bob just said, complaints. They only have whining. Uh, I think that's important to point out. That, yeah. there's, there's, that the emperor has no clothes, the party has no platform. And, and let's talk, and the author talks about the, the, these uh, issues, crime, education, and defense. Uh, on the subject of crime, what is McConnell saying there? He's talking about uh, Black Lives Matter. Of course. He's, talk he's talking about uh, crackdowns on police brutality uh, and lifting them. He's talking about lifting uh, any restrictions on police brutality. He's talking about uh, Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson. Yeah. Uh, when he says crime, uh, she's perceived as being soft on crime, as are Democrats in general uh, for this crowd. Uh, so he, they're going to make it about that. That's crime. Education. What does McConnell mean by education? 
Oh, he means banning books. Yeah. He means he means banning books about gays, banning books about American black history. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what he means when he says education. He, you notice he didn't say funding education. He just said they want to address education. Well, at the local level, what are the Republican education issues? It's 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 exactly that. It's don't say gay and and uh, black history. And it's important too to say canceling books and not banning yes. books because canceling suggests cancel culture and that's a good way mm-hmm. to use their own language against them. Uh, here's something else that fits into the category of the party of predators. This is another mm-hmm. one that I think that could have a lot of legs uh, between mm-hmm. now and election day. Lauren yep. Boebert tweeted on the 9th of April. She said, I'm a mother of four boys. The far left seriously needs to cut this grooming bullcrap out because us parents have seriously had enough, she writes. And then in response to that, <laughs> Bill yeah. Crystal, who yeah. I still can't believe I've been <laughs> quoting favorably recently. I know. But Bill Crystal quote tweeted that Lauren Boebert tweet that I just read and in reply said, in January 2004, when Jason Boebert was 24, he was arrested for exposing himself to two young women at a bowling alley. His future wife, Lauren Roberts, 17, was also there. Boebert pled guilty to public indecency and lewd exposure and spent four days in jail and two years on probation. I'm, I'm appla- we're, we're applauding Bill Crystal, not the yes, crime. Right. So party just of perverts. Clear about that. Yeah, party yeah. of predators, party of perverts. We've got the list. We have the numbers. Name, we we have mean, receipts. They don't have receipts when they make their vague accusations. Yeah. The next time you hear that, challenge that party That's right. to tell you precise examples of a proof of that. And then you could show them real proof of real Republicans who've really been convicted of sex crimes against children. Yeah, there's no one that Chuck Todd could name to create a both sides equivalence on this. This is happening on the <laughs> Republican side, and that tells you exactly why they're spending so much time talking about this sort of thing. They're trying to deflect from themselves onto Democrats, onto teachers, onto educators and administrators, yeah. and it's, certainly it's, the LGBTQ community. That's the it's other that, thing. It's that, it's that funny, not funny way that they project <laughs> uh, their That's own right. characteristics onto us. Yeah. But I mean, again, the main thing, I think this is the, the centerpiece here is uh, attack their patriots. Call them unpatriotic straight to their faces and say it and keep reinforcing it. Repeat, 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 repeat until the votes are certified in November. Keep repeating over and over again. Attack them as unpatriotic here. And again, I'm going to do the list that you were referencing a a second ago, Buzz. Good, good, good. Supporting Putin, invading the Capitol, calling America a third world country. As I said before, J.D. Vance was on Twitter doing that the other day uh, with regard to the French elections. Whole separate story. Uh, Voting against aid to Ukraine. Undermining NATO, party of insurrection, the party of sore losers, that's another big one, the party of instability, the party of election fraud. And this has the benefit, too, of reminding people of all the shit from when the Republicans controlled Congress and the White House. So we have to remind people, got to make sure that we emphasize how unpatriotic this current Republican Party is. Donald Trump illustrates that every goddamn time he does another rally. He said the other day, we're such a stupid country. 
The former president of the United States said, we are such a stupid country. If that isn't in every single ad blanketing the heartland for the Democrats, we just are insisting that we should lose. Uh, We need to take on a winning approach. We need to put our war faces on and get the energy out there. So there and, you go. No he, acronyms. You know, and and the thing that's weighing us down right now, and just to keep this brief, is a, a gas prices, mm-hmm. a major thing, and inflation. Uh, I would remind you that uh, the parking lots at malls and at, at uh, Best Buy and at uh, restaurants are all packed. Yeah. Uh, the business is booming out there. Yep. Unemployment is at an, a crazy low. I never thought I'd see it below 4%. It's at, what, 3.6 now, 3.7? Yeah. Yeah. Unheard of in uh-huh. my lifetime, at least in my memory. Uh, the, the economy, people need to be forced to reckon with the fact that the economy is not bad. And Bob, we owe you a, a. I think the audience will join me in applause because we we appreciate your uh, your service here. <laughs> that, that that list, yeah. but, but but every but every but everything you do, really. Oh, thank uh, you. We we thank appreciate you. it very much. Well, I've been doing this for a long time, and, and yes, you have. so I at the very least I know what has functioned well in the past, and so all you got to do is borrow True. that and apply it to now. Uh, and here's a really important point to make in all of this, and we can sum up here. I think gas prices are going to come down like they always do. And, and, and Biden and, is doing reportable things about, you know, he's taking efforts now. He's taking a controversial step today on ethanol, but you can't say he isn't doing something about gas prices. Right. And if, you know, tell that to your friend who says presidents can control <laughs> gas prices. Exactly. Well, I mean, gas prices are going to come down. Inflation is going to come down. In fact, Wall Street right. is reacting to today's uh, consumer price index number as being good news because they believe it's the high watermark and that it's going to recede from here. So all of this is going to correct itself. So what we want to do is be prepared with the CRT of the 2022 election. Don't let the Republicans come up with their critical race theory thing and let that become a meme for this election the way it became a meme for the fall election for Virginia, for example. Don't let that happen. Set the meme ourselves. Make it about questioning the Republicans' patriotism. Make that the thing. Go directly at the jugular. They have spent the last 20, 21 years making patriotism part of their brand. Attack it head on it is absolutely everybody it's all hands on deck for this we mm-hmm. we need everybody in this fight to do exactly the things that bob just yeah, outlined yeah. there and and it it's there's a connection here between that and the uh, sad passing of, uh, of eric bollert uh, oh yeah, i know it's been yeah. discussed at great length on bob's show he and i have not talked about it uh but the one thing that is true about the loss of Eric Bollert and and the message Bob was just delivering mm. is that it's up to all of us now. Yeah. Uh, it, there are institutions and they're doing what institutions do. But to really make things happen, it's on us. Yeah. It's on us to keep an eye on the press, as Eric Bollert did. Uh, he did what it will take many of us to replicate Mm -hmm. so please join in that effort Uh, likewise please join in this effort on democratic messaging on democrats setting the agenda on democrats being louder on democrats having themes that they can pound on repeatedly until 
America gets the picture. That's right. And that's the best way to honor Eric Bollard is to pick up the torch and run with it in whatever right. way you can, whether that means uh, at the water cooler at work or on social media in some way or volunteering for a campaign, volunteering for your local Democratic committee and getting out the vote and getting people registered to vote. Whatever Whatever it takes. Do. Yeah, yeah. So put in the extra effort and, and do it for Eric Bollard and, and this, so many as people I've said, we've lost. As I've said before, and I still believe this, and I, I will believe this through the election itself and beyond, Yeah, this one's for all the marbles. We always hear, oh, oh yeah. this is the yeah. most important election of our lives. This one transcends that. This mm -hmm. one is for all the marbles. Yeah. This is the beginning of the end of democracy if Democrats let any power slip away. And further, mm -hmm. it is important that if we expect to get anything done, that we get what we can call a real majority yeah. in the Senate. And in keep the one we have in the House or expand it. So this next section I want to call No Half Measures Democrats. No half measures. I'm quoting directly Mike Ehrmantraut from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. No oh, half measures. The 1-6 committee is now split on whether to send criminal referrals for Donald Trump to the Department of Justice. Uh -huh. uh, despite concluding, according to the New York Times, uh, that they have enough evidence to refer Mr. Trump for obstructing a congressional proceeding and conspiring to defraud the American people, some on the committee are questioning whether there is any need to make a referral. Mm -hmm. The Justice mm -hmm. Department appears to be ramping up, however, a wide-ranging investigation, and mm -hmm. they say here, may Making a referral could saddle a criminal case with further partisan baggage at a time when Mr. Trump is openly flirting with running again in 2024. You know what? They're going to make this political no matter what you do. So why well, not take the aggressive approach? That's my, uh, they, yeah. And how much is this the media stirring things up? Let's take a look here for a second. Okay. I, I want, <laughs> I, if, if I could speak to everyone at this moment, okay. I, I, would like, I would like to. And that is, uh, don't panic. Calm down. Everything mm. is fine, mm. uh, and and the truth is, do they refer? Uh, do they does the January sixth committee make criminal referrals to the DOJ, or do they not? Here's my answer: It just doesn't matter. It, mm. I don't think it makes any difference at all. Now the concern is that if they make a referral now. Uh, then it will seem uh, the whatever DOJ does will be tainted by uh, something that was done by a dominantly Democratic committee in Congress. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's a Democratic uh, effort that's being carried out by DOJ. If if Jan Six Committee were to make that referral now. But if the Jan 6 Committee goes on TV in May and June and then issues a printed report in September, as is the current plan, and if it is true, as I've been saying, that they pretty much have everything they need, they do have 100 more interviews, some of them are re-interviews, but they are literally uh, crossing the T's and dotting the I's now. Mm -hmm. the, the, the report is nearly, the elements of the report are nearly completely assembled. Yeah. And they have, as you've heard, they have a case that is strong enough to convict Donald Trump of crime. Uh, and, and so uh, what if it were to go down this way, kids? What if the January 6th committee had its hearings, issued its report, and then made a criminal referral? By that time, the DOJ investigation would be farther along, and it will have the benefit of whatever the January 6th committee reveals. Yeah. And at that point, DOJ will be already in it so deeply that they'll be able to take action. And all of that can happen before Election Day.
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, you know what? I completely agree with that. I think that's a, a great way to go. And in fact, that's what I've been predicting for some time now, that once they get to their final report, that will include the criminal referral process for Donald Trump. I don't know if there's any urgency to do this now. Like, I don't think anyone's going, right. oh my God, they've got to send these criminal referrals right now, well, right goddamn now. I mean, maybe some people are because, you know, they're thinking about the election coming up or whatever. But the fact of the matter is that it doesn't necessarily need to happen now. As long as it happens this year before, well, just in case of the worst case scenario and the Republicans take back Congress, but we're not going to think along those lines. We're going to manifest a big victory, an unprecedented victory for the Democrats, right? <laughs> That's what we're yeah, going to do. Here's what I'm having trouble with, though. There are a good number of us, and again, I understand where they're coming from. I totally understand their feelings and, mm-hmm. and the precedent that they base their opinions on. Yeah. But we've got some people out there uh, in Twitter land, for example. I could name a couple by name, one male, one female, mm-hmm. who, who just believe there's just damn no hope for justice here we're just that's just it's not going to happen garland's not going to do anything he hasn't done anything these things are not true yeah this is doing this is not helping uh you know it's it, i appreciate uh, the effort i guess these are people i follow because they've said a lot of things with which i agree but i disagree with them about this uh, eric garland is uh, merrick garland i'm sorry and the justice department are already deep into this mm-hmm. and uh they have they have plenty of data as well uh the january 6th committee will be sharing that data with the justice department and then the justice department can make its own independent decision yep. as to whether or not to prosecute uh, i'll tell you one problem i i want to i want to advise people give people a heads up on what i see as a possible uh tripwire in in our attempt to prosecute trump and that is uh, one of the things that we would have to prove in a trial is that he had criminal intent that he intended to break mm-hmm. the law and uh, we've Democrats themselves have painted themselves into a corner on one hand calling Trump crazy. Nancy Pelosi used words to that effect at one point. Uh, but at the same time, uh, saying he knew he was breaking the law. Uh, was he breaking the law if he didn't know he'd lost? <laughs> These are the kinds of questions because did he really believe he hadn't lost? Is that why he did this? Or did he know he had lost but decided to do this anyway? That's going to be the tricky part to prove. But yeah. uh, just a heads up on that. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. In the meantime, there's no infight. We have... What is it? The House Oversight Committee is as uh, fired a shot at DOJ saying, why don't you share with us at least an inventory of what's in the 15 boxes the FBI snagged from Mar-a-Lago? Yeah, there's that, that too. Took, yeah. Which includes uh, classified <laughs> material. And the answer to that is, uh, I want to I see if I can find the exact wording. The answer of it, though, in the, uh, the long and short of it is uh, that material, here it is, people familiar with the Mar-a-Lago discovery said that among the recovered records were documents at such a high level of classification, they can only be viewed by a small group of government officials granted proper clearances. Wow. Uh, yeah. So w- he didn't just take stuff from the White House. He didn't just take classified stuff from the White House. He took high Highly classified stuff from the White House. Holy shit. So classified, it can't even properly be described in an inventory list. (laughs) Wow. The House Oversight Committee is maybe overstepping its bounds a little bit by uh, telling, bossing the Justice Department around and saying, you know, you need to show us that list. No, they don't. They're in the middle of an investigation that seized evidence. Uh, 
yeah. that they're examining, you leave that alone. Uh, so, but, but but there's great reason for hope. Uh, I, I think the feds are going to let uh, Fannie Willis uh, handle the situation in Georgia. Uh, the feds probably aren't going to, they may assist her, but they are not, and, and they, they may very well assist her, but they will not double prosecute for that. They believe Fannie Willis has, has got it under control and uh, that she will uh, prosecute those crimes uh, successfully. And uh, just one last thing to add here on the Trump DOJ front. Uh, right. As impatient as I am, as worried as I am that maybe nothing is going to come of this, at the same right. time, I do understand, and I think we all need to understand, that in order to proceed with the prosecution of an ex-president, which has never mm-hmm. happened before, they right. need to make sure that they've got Trump dead to rights. They need yes. to make sure that everything is... I mean, we've been saying this is not news that we're talking about here, but right. I think we all need to be reminded of the fact that it needs to be an impeccable indictment. I mean, what everything. Makes, it, yeah. And what, what makes this challenging is that uh, all of us, uh, whether we're the two people I was describing earlier or or you and I or somebody else, uh, we're all frustrated. We all want action. And we all already know a whole lot about this case. We all feel that we have seen enough evidence to know that crimes have been committed. Yep. We know who committed them, why they committed, when they were committed. We, we, uh, The public feels like it knows all that stuff already, and so it wonders, well, why is he still walking free? And yeah. uh, that's a fair question, except, uh, as Bob said, this has to be an airtight case. Yeah. It's one thing to believe uh, these things and to know these facts. It's quite another to have them legally processed and a legal determination made as successfully. So if you want this to be successful, shada. Yeah, we just have to bear in mind that we're right. we're the people who support the idea of the rule of law. And so that has to be the dominant thing here. Leave right. it to them to be screaming like the townspeople of the Simpsons, lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. Fuck due process. Fuck the rule of law. We just want to lock up our political enemies. We don't want to be those people. Let's support the rule of law. Urge people yes. to, you know, apply the law and seek justice, but at the same time, make sure that we uh, keep our system intact here, that we're not asking Follow for something law. that's, yeah, it goes into the realm of authoritarianism or anything like that. And, and, so. don't, and don't let these media reports of infighting, uh, whether yeah. it's uh, whether or not to uh, make a criminal referral and if so or when, right. uh, pay no attention to that. And believe me, the committee is going to end up in agreement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the, this will be this will be addressed. I, That's right. I, I think they, the committee will ultimately make the right decision not to screw with DOJ because we have very real evidence now, complete with subpoenas. And I mean, we know that there's a very real investigation underway at the Department of Justice. Yep. We know that it is uh, involving the upper reaches of of the planning and organization and ordering of, of this insurrection. So I, I think combined with what we're going to hear from the January 6th committee over the summer, over the months of May and June specifically, uh, I, I think uh, we'll have a pretty convincing case. I think we will have an airtight case and DOJ will have no choice once presented with the evidence. A referral may not even be necessary. That's why I say it doesn't matter. If the committee does its job right, it doesn't have to say a word. Believe yeah, right, me, DOJ, right. DOJ will act on what they find. Yeah, well, that's in fact what the New York Times piece was just saying, where, yeah, DOJ could be working independently on this same exact thing. And if they, Could be. They are. Yeah, they and, are. And what they're suggesting at the New York Times is, well, if we add another layer of a criminal referral from a Democratic slash, you know, Adam Kinziger, Liz Cheney, 
committee, right. then that's going to add the patina of partisanship. But that's already going to be there. It's already it's already baked in because it's Merrick Garland and it's the Biden administration. So it doesn't matter whether they do it or not. Yeah, yeah. Republican voters and Republican politicians will frame it that way and perceive it that way. But yeah. history won't be able to prove that connection because there will not be a direct connection between the work of the January 6th committee and Department of Justice decision uh, to prosecute. Okay, so I still want to talk about Oklahoma here and energy independence slash gas prices. Still more to come on today's show, but if you're you're pissed off at cable news and other very serious political analysts these days, here's a great way to support independent media, specifically this podcast. For just $5 a month, you can support our Patreon page as we guide you through the madness and chaos of our politics. But it's not just about supporting shows like this one. You're also going to get bonus content as a reward for your monthly support. We're talking about uh, exclusive access to our Shadow Docket show recorded after the end credits on our Tuesday and Thursday shows. So so you're also going to get access to the Patreon app where you can download the free show and our bonus content. Plus, you can join the discussion in our community of Patreon members in the comments under each show. All that for just $5 per month, just pennies per show. So don't miss out. Again, that's bobseskashow.com or patreon.com slash bobseskashow. Either one's going to get you there. Bookmark it, send it to your friends, and we thank you in advance. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Bob Seska plays more music. The best school day start you can give your youngster. All right, this is Betamax DC. Song called Proud of Dumb. I love the lyrics on this. Yeah, uh, I urge you to go listen to the whole track. Uh, I've got a link in the description here betamaxdc.bandcamp.com. This is from the album called Greatest with the number eight in there. Yeah, black music all April. So I'm really excited. I, this is so much fun. I'm just really digging going back through the playlist and, and pulling out some of our favorites from the past uh, few years. Coming up right. on uh, three years for the indie music on the show wow. here. I think uh, I want to say, you know what? We just surpassed three years. <laughs> oh, it's I think we it's did. In pre- it's in preschool now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started, I think, in March. I want to say March of 2018 or 2019. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. Maybe I should actually look it up here. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. March of 2019 was our first month for indie music. So, okay. Uh, so you uh, had Bob you, Seska show backtrack. <laughs> yeah, right. So you had more about uh, I, Jan I Six, huh? I, I did. Yeah. If for people who have any doubts about whether the Justice Department is doing anything, mm-hmm. uh, uh, this past week, uh, two very big stories, and we didn't mention them a moment ago. The Proud Boys leader admitting the the plan to storm the Capitol. Yeah. has agreed to testify against others, and that includes <laughs> Republican members of Congress. Yay! Okay? And that's a federal investigation. Mm-hmm. Also, and even more important, this is a big deal. 
Uh, Alexander, uh, who organized pro-Trump events after the 2020 election, has agreed also to flip for the Justice Department's investigation of the attack on the Capitol this year. This takes us directly to Trump and Trump's inner circle. That's how far the DOJ is in their investigation. So, you know, stick that in the caps of people who tell you that the DOJ isn't doing anything. They're close. That's they're right. as close. They're as close as J Six Committee is. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And that and that I just had to add before we moved on. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all great news. And whenever someone's flipping, that's uh, yeah, superb news because you, two big ones. They've got all the uh, juicy details. So yep. uh, wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, so uh, on the darker side of things here today, Oklahoma has officially oh, criminalized yes. abortion. Senate Bill 612 has been signed by Governor Kevin Stitt. Uh, <laughs> during this show. It happened during this recording of this show. Yeah, he signed a bill making it a felony to perform an abortion punishable by up to 10 years in oh prison. God. This will be challenged in court. It will have ups and downs, and the big question mark is the Supreme Court. The big question mark is Amy Coney Barrett, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, Neil Gorsuch, the Trump uh, nominees for the court. That is uh, where this could end up uh, getting reinforced and, and confirmed into law. I mean, I can't imagine that it would, you know, to anyone who is reasonable, but, but we're not talking sets, about reasonable uh, justices. No, and this sets up a Supreme Court case that could uh, also uh, completely, once and for all, kill Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, this is... Uh, this is unbelievable because this is really what the Republican Party is all about, this, yeah. this cruelty. And you didn't hear that mentioned. Isn't it funny that mm -hmm. McConnell didn't mention that in his list of items for the Republican Party's platform yeah. uh, for the coming election? Uh, crime, soft, uh, Democrats are soft on crime. Education, they're teaching our kids to be black and gay. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and also defense, which is a nothing argument. Yeah. Uh, no mention uh, by McConnell of abortion, which is the battle that Republicans are fighting down in the trenches that will go all the way to the Supreme Court. We're not helpless in all of this. There are things that we can do immediately and in November to push back against this. We just have to decide to do it. And that's the biggest challenge. Right. De deciding right. to get aggressive here. And uh, with, with Democrats, that, again, you talk about herding cats and that whole scenario. Uh, we got to pull it together. Yeah. It's so easy for us to do that. Yeah. One of the great things about the Democratic Party is mm -hmm. it's Diversity yeah. that also happens to you know hold us back from unity on a lot of specific issues, but there are some things that we all agree on. Isn't it true? Isn't it true that we all agree that Trump is a crook? Yeah. Isn't it true yeah. that we agree that all of his supporters and yes men and lackeys are are criminals? Yes, we do. Let's unite on those things and and fight those causes. There are some things we clearly agree on, and uh, those are the things that we have to focus on as Democrats when we get into the public forum. We can have these conversations about uh, student loans and, and all the other issues that really must be addressed and that, truthfully, we all pretty much agree on. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but we also have to decide priorities. And there are some things that require no debate because we already all agree on them. Yeah. Saving the planet, saving democracy. Uh, we all agree on that. Let's do that. Yep, yep. Well, there's one more thing I want to get to.
two before we wrap up the show, and that is uh, the specifics on gas prices and where they are in relation to the price of crude oil. Since the peak in March, on March 6th, gas prices have come down about 20 cents per gallon. But crude oil prices have come down 70 cents per gallon. That's the disparity. This is gas stations, oil companies, keeping gasoline prices artificially high. Remember the excuse here. They're doing it because they know people will blame Joe Biden. It's the perfect cover. So that's what's happening. Again, gas prices have come down, eh, give or take, 15, 20 cents a gallon, while crude oil prices have come down, what are we looking ahead here, 70 cents per gallon. That's a gigantic disparity. So well, just to be clear about what we're looking at here. Never forget about the massive, and I wish I had the numbers in front of me, uh, but the massive subsidies we give to oil companies every yeah. single year, the tax breaks that they get, the little taxes that they pay. Uh, there are proposals in Congress to fix those things, but you're going to have to let your representatives and senators, regardless of party, know that you support those kinds of reforms. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, again, for those who say Biden hasn't done anything to lower prices, he's taken several steps, the latest of which is uh, allowing uh, more ethanol into the gasoline to make it go farther, to bring down the prices, to yeah, increase yeah. the supply. He released, uh, he's releasing, what, a million barrels a day of the U.S. oil reserves to help bring down the price. If the prices aren't coming down, as Bob said, it's on the oil companies. Uh, the gas station owners, not so much. As I understand it, they really don't make any money on the gas. It's everything else yeah. that they offer there the, where, where the money is made. Uh, and they may see, there may be some station owners who go, hey, I see the price is going up. I'll jack mine up a little too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that. There may be some of that going on. But it really, it's, it's down to the oil companies who continue yeah. to make the these incredible, ridiculous profits that we continue to subsidize, and we wonder why the prices are so high. Exactly right. And let's go to the idea of Donald Trump. Well, this is a continuous lie that he's been telling for years now, which is that <laughs> under him, which we one? were, we were. Oh yeah, it's one of many, many, many lies. Uh, one of the thousands and thousands of lies. Uh, <laughs> he uh, repeatedly says that we were energy independent when he was president. That is not true. Not under any circumstances. Were we energy independent? And you know what? Right. We're not energy independent now. However, we exported 3.5 quadrillion more units of energy than we imported in 2021 under Joe Biden. So stop letting the Republicans get away with lies about this. This lie that, oh, yeah, we were energy independent and now we're not because Joe Biden shut down the Keystone XL, which, by the way, was only 8% completed and wouldn't change gas prices at all in the United States. I mean, the next time anybody says anything to you about Joe Biden and gas prices, just ask them, are, 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 the, gas company, are the gas companies okay? <laughs> are the oil companies okay? Are they, getting, are they in trouble? Yeah, yeah. Do they, do oh, they need God. more money? Yeah. Well, it's just a matter of looking things up and determining what the truth is and then creating a frame around that truth. Republicans have shown themselves repeatedly over the past six years to be completely unpatriotic. Everything that Donald Trump does, I mean, he's got this America first nonsense, which is just a mm -hmm. bumper sticker that he applies right. over the fact that it's not America first, it's Trump first. It's Republican Party first. It's party over nation. 
This is the entire thrust of the GOP at this point under Donald Trump. So we got to make sure to reinforce that. People respond to shit like that. See also the 2002 congressional election. So there you the go. Time, the time is now. Yeah. Get louder and repeat the truth more often than they repeat the lies. Exactly. So lots more to talk about coming up on the Shadow Docket on our Patreon page. Head on over there right now. The third act of today's show. You've only heard the first two acts of today's show. The third act happens on our Patreon page. That is the Shadow Docket. And uh, let's see, we're going to talk about a little uh, uh, Don Jr. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we talked about the Proud Boys. Oh, we covered that yes. a little bit. Uh, the Proud Boys guy. Uh, That's big. Yeah, something from Anonymous, screwing Putin again. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. All kinds of fun stuff still to come here. Um, yeah, plus uh, plus some news on Rachel Maddow, uh, yes, climate uh-huh. crisis, inflation, some fact-checking on inflation. I want to get into that here, too, on the yeah. Shadow Docket. Yes, ex- ex- exciting inflation talk. Uh, <laughs> always, coming up on, always. Coming up on the Shadow Docket. You see, Bob, it was a day of a thousand putzes. <laughs> That's right. Plus, uh, we're going to play uh, Who Said It First, Truth Social oh. Edition. And oh, uh, let's. Uh, by the way, before we wrap up the show, let's check in with the Truth Social servers. Still not sounding good. It's oh. crashing. Blue screen of death. It, it did not respond well to bumping. I'll try. I'll put some oil in it. After, right. after I after I screw that thing back on. Restart, restart. When in doubt, restart. Pull the plug and pull, push, put it back <laughs> in again. Oh, God. Have you tried turning it off and back on again? <laughs> Move. I'm sitting down. I'm going to fix the true social. No, actually, I'm not going to fix the true social. You can get Devin Nunes to do that. I'm not going to touch it. Uh, plus, maybe some idiocracy here. Oh, oh, my God. So many things that we didn't get to on the free portion of the show dings. that we're going to have to talk about here coming up. Yeah, more dings on the Shadow Docket. See you over there, folks. Bye-bye. Have a great week. <laughs>